Hey there friends, my name is Prang Medic and this is my video introduction, Q for Beginners. This video is for people who want to know a little bit more about the anonymous intelligence insider known as Q. For years, people claiming to be government employees with sensitive information have posted anonymously on the 4chan board, politically incorrect, also known as poll. A recent example was when an anonymous person claiming to work for the FBI on the Hillary Clinton email investigation showed up on poll and for several days in July of 2016 they answered questions about the FBI's investigation. So this is one of their posts. I'm a person with intimate knowledge of the inner workings of the Clinton case. I will answer as many questions as I can without giving too much away. Users ask a lot of questions uh, including whether Hillary Clinton had obtained special access programs and kept them on her unsecured server. SAPs are among the most highly classified government documents. In most cases, a sensitive compartmented information facility is required to access them. So this account, FBI Anon, said, all I can tell you about the SAPs is that Hillary Clinton, HRC, had them. She did not have proper authority to have any of them. They were leaked to her by someone, and she did sell them to overseas donors. Possessing them alone makes her guilty of treason. So this is the kind of information that government insiders post on 4chan. The problem with many so-called anonymous government insiders is that their claims seldom come to pass. They usually make a few sensational predictions that don't pan out, and then they're never heard from again. On October 28th, 2017, an anonymous person began posting on 4chan claiming to have inside information about Hillary Clinton. To date, that individual has posted nearly 5,000 messages on various internet message boards. The posts consist of text, links to articles, links to social media posts by celebrities and politicians, as well as videos and open source documents. This person would become to known simply as Q. Many of Q's posts contain abbreviations, acronyms, and other forms of coded communications that must be deciphered. I've followed Q since the beginning. I've read every post multiple times, and I provide commentary on these posts. Q encourages followers to conduct research based on the information in the posts. Researchers from virtually every walk of life pool their resources and collectively develop a view of history and current events that is different from the one provided by the mainstream media. Views toward Q generally fall into one of two categories. There are a lot of opinions from people who haven't read Q's posts. These are shared by a lot of political pundits and the mainstream media. You can find these views in the thousands of articles that have been published uh, by various news outlets. The problem with mainstream articles is that they tend to focus on everything except the subjects Q discusses. They prefer to characterize Q by highlighting the weird behavior of a handful of Q followers, and in some cases, people who aren't actually Q followers. Today, Q has hundreds of millions of followers in every country of the world. Below are a few examples of the thousands of mainstream articles that have been written about Q. So we've got a couple here, uh, one from The Guardian that says UK's homegrown conspiracy groups with links to QAnon. Uh, there's another one here from NBC News. QAnon fanatics are rebranding their secret war and it could work. And then there's this one, harassment from QAnon conspiracy theorists. Um, the mainstream media 
tries as much as possible to connect Q to acts of violence. And a lot of these connections are contrived. In some cases, the people involved are not even Q followers. In a lot of cases, Q has never discussed any of these issues. Here's an, an example. QAnon's adenochrome quackery. The mainstream media makes a big deal about some people's discussions of adenochrome. It's something that Q has actually never mentioned. Here's another one from Vanity Fair. Trump's QAnon supporters thought JFK Jr., famously dead, was going to show up in Texas today. There are a number of people out there who believe that JFK Jr. is still alive, and they believe that he is somehow going to be involved in President Trump's future presidential candidacy. Q has reiterated a number of times that JFK Jr. is dead, yet the mainstream media likes to focus on that issue and claim that Q is stirring up this idea that JFK Jr. is alive. Here's another example. Um, 5G and QAnon, how conspiracy theorists steered Canada's anti-vaccine trucker protest. Q has actually never mentioned uh, 5G at all in any of the posts. The mainstream media like to uh, call Q followers conspiracy theorists, which is just a way to conflate the issues that Q actually talks about with other um, internet conspiracies. Some people point to failed predictions as proof that Q should not be trusted. The mistake here is assuming that Q intends to plainly predict future events, and this is a huge uh, misunderstanding. Unlike most people who claim to be government insiders posting on internet message boards, Q has never claimed that his goal is to correctly predict future events. In fact, he does exactly the opposite. For an explanation of this, let's look at some of Q's first messages. The first post by Q was posted on 4chan on October 28th, 2017, and it was a prediction of a future event. The arrest of Hillary Clinton on October 30th, 2017. Here's the post. Uh, Hillary Clinton will be arrested between 7.45 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. Eastern on Monday, the morning of October 30th, 2017. And then uh, Q posted a follow-up post, but we're going to continue. Didn't I just say that Q doesn't predict future events? Yes, I did. And this was a prediction of a future event. However, when it was posted, it was not intended to be accurate. So let's continue and you'll see what I mean. A few days later, Q predicted two more events, the indictment of John Podesta and Huma Abedin on November 3rd and November 6th, respectively. So John Podesta was Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign manager and Huma Abedin is her longtime personal assistant. In this post, October 31st, 11-3, Podesta indicted, 11-6, Huma indicted. Yes, more predictions, so sit tight. <laughs> we'll explain. During the first week of November 2017, Q also dropped hints about events in Saudi Arabia. Here's an example. So this is from November 2nd. How did SA, Saudi Arabia, welcome POTUS, President Trump, during his trip? Why was this historic and not covered by the mainstream media? How did Saudi Arabia welcome B.O. Barack Obama during his trip? How did Saudi Arabia welcome Hillary Rodham Clinton during her trip? Why is this relevant? Not suggesting Saudi Arabia is clean by any means, but they play a role in this global game of risk. So Q suggested that Saudi Arabia has an important role to play in a global game of risk. 
Risk is a board game where players try to gain control of the entire world. According to Q, for more than a century, a handful of people have controlled the world, but their power is being removed. And that is what Q's operation is all about. On November 2nd, 2017, Q asked who traveled to Saudi Arabia and why they went in person rather than a face-to-face F2F meeting instead of making a phone call. Why is this relevant? Who took an undisclosed trip to Saudi Arabia? What was the purpose of a face-to-face visit versus a phone call? Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I'll just make a little diversion here for a second. Alice in Wonderland is what Q refers to as a signature. There are a lot of signatures in Q's post. These are simple phrases that end a post. And Anand's figured out over a period of time that this particular signature, Alice in Wonderland, referred to Hillary Clinton and Saudi Arabia. So whenever you see a post that has a signature Alice in Wonderland, that post is speaking about Hillary Clinton and Saudi Arabia. Following day, November 3rd, Q asked why Donald Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, JK, traveled to Saudi Arabia and hinted that it had to do with Saudi Arabia's donations to politicians. So here's the post. Uh, This is just a clipped part of it, not the entire post. Did the U.S government seize and stop track other slush funds that prevent or create risk to operate. Why did JK travel to Saudi Arabia recently? What is Saudi Arabia known for? Where do the biggest donations originate from? All right. Four months later, The Intercept broke a story explaining why Kushner went to Saudi Arabia in person. He spent several nights with Mohammed bin Salman giving the crown prince intelligence about enemies inside the royal family who were plotting against him. All right, so here's a story from The Intercept. Uh, The headline is, Saudi crown prince boasted that Jared Kushner was in his pocket. And you can just read this article if you want. Here's the link to it. But like I said, basically, Kushner went there and had a bunch of intelligence, and he gave it to Mohammed bin Salman. And the arrests in Saudi Arabia were based on the information that Kushner gave Uh, the crown prince. The fact that Q knew Kushner had a meeting with Mohammed bin Salman four months before it was publicly acknowledged is evidence that his information comes from a highly placed source. Two days later, on November 4th, 2017, members of the Saudi royal family were arrested, including Awalid bin Talal. Now, bin Talal was known to have been a longtime donor to American politicians, Publicly available records show that the Saudi royal family donated somewhere between 10 and 25 million dollars to the Clinton Foundation. Some political commentators believe that for years the Clintons were pawns being used by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to carry out political favors in exchange for money. So this is just a link to an article from NPR about the arrest of the Saudi princes on November 4th. So after the arrest in Saudi Arabia, on November 4th, Q suggested that his predictions about the arrest of Hillary, Huma Abedin, and John Podesta were a diversion. Chatter about their arrests on the world's most popular image board drew attention away from the real targets, which were members of the Saudi royal family. So an Anon said, wait, 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 go back to the post about the families that run everything and Trump taking one out. Was one of them the Saudi family? Seriously, because that makes this a happening. I remember the phrasing not making sense. I was like, oh, does he mean that Donald Trump 
took out the Clintons, but the Clintons were on the list as remaining, so I didn't know who was taken out. And Q responded, very smart, Anon. Disinformation is real. Distractions are necessary. Saudi Arabia is primary. U.S. is secondary. Then Asia, European Union, and others. Alice in Wonderland. Q. On November 4th, the day of the arrest, Q asked about the law regarding political detainees in Saudi Arabia, what information might be obtained from those who are detained, and who might be deployed there to assist in the operation. All right, so we're going to go down uh, to this part. What are the laws in Saudi Arabia versus the U.S. regarding charged criminals? What information might be gained by these detainees? Why is this important? Saudi Arabia, U.S. What force is actively deployed in Saudi Arabia? National Guard, have faith. These, the crumbs in time, will equate to the biggest drops ever disclosed in our history. Remember, disinformation is real. God bless. Alice in Wonderland, The Great Awakening, Q. On November 22nd, it was disclosed that American mercenaries working for Eric Prince's company, Blackwater, had been deployed in Saudi Arabia to assist with the detention and questioning of the Saudi princes. This is from the Daily Mail. Exclusive American mercenaries are torturing Saudi elites rounded up by the new crown prince and billionaire Prince Al-Walid was hung upside down just to send a message. All right, so again, on November 4th, Q asked what forces actively deployed in Saudi Arabia and what information might be gained. Q seemed to have known that there was interrogation going on and who was doing it. And then almost three weeks later, we find out it was uh, Blackwater. So once again, Q seemed to have information that was not available to the public. How does Q get this information? Although Q has plainly made predictions about future events, we've learned that these predictions are not intended to be accurate. In every case where Q has made an overt prediction about a future event, it proved to be a distraction. It was a head fake designed to entice an opponent into making a wrong move. The correct predictions Q has made are not really predictions. They're obtuse hints that can't correctly be understood until after an event happens. When a significant event does happen, we can look back at previous posts by Q and find one that seems to have hinted about it. And Q explained that in this post on November 4th. When big news drops, please reread the entire graphic. At the time that Q was posting, uh, the posts were not being aggregated on a website. They were being kept uh, and updated in PDF form and posted on the board. This is so critical in why information is being provided in certain order and why some topics are continually emphasized more than others, as those will be the recent happenings. This is the purpose of this new thread. We organize Snow White, Wizards, and Warlocks. Q. In 2018, an unauthorized missile was launched from the Puget Sound while President Trump was on his way to North Korea for peace talks. Q asked why it happened. Unauthorized missile fired. Unauthorized emergency incoming missile threat activated in Hawaii. That was in, I believe, January 2018. POTUS, Air Force One. POTUS reroutes. Coincidence? No mainstream media investigations. Biggest threat to the American people. Q. Q has suggested that the truth behind critically important events is being covered up by the mainstream media. Regarding the unauthorized missile launch, Q asked the following questions. How do you prevent the public release of incriminating acts that would forever strip their power away? How do you bind the hands of POTUS, Trump, 
two-pronged situation. Test the strength of the midterms through private analysis, win-loss ratio. If the analysis is below a key metric without a chance for recovery, start a war. Think missiles accidentally fired against who? Relationships are very important. The sharing of information is very important. The implication by Q is that the missile was launched in an attempt to start a war while Trump was on his way to sign a peace agreement with North Korea. Q discusses a variety of subjects. He has answered several questions about life on other planets. In a question and answer session from September 19th, 2018, and Anon asked Q, are we alone, Roswell? The answer was no. I'm assuming that is we're not alone. Highest classification, consider the vastness of space, Q. Q has suggested that the power of the Federal Reserve is going to be removed. In a question and answer session on December 12th, 2018, Anon asked Q, do we have the gold? Q responded, yes, gold shall destroy the Fed. Q has asserted that corruption in the Vatican is going to be exposed. In this question, and Anon said, P, does P equal Pope? Q replied, Pope will be having a terrible May. Those who backed him will be pushed into the light, dark to light, truth, Q. This message was posted in response to a news article that came out reporting one of Japan's largest steelmakers was falsifying inferior grade steel for military applications. Q wrote, what if the steel used for military-grade projects was made inferior by our enemies as a method to weaken? What if Hussein knew and authorized? Renegade. How many Marines volunteered to serve Hussein during his term? Why? What if his name we don't say organized a deal? His name we don't say is a reference to uh, former Senator John McCain. The U.S. taxpayer subsidizes the world. America has been sold to the highest bidder. America has been weakened on purpose. The depths of their treason is unimaginable. Pure evil. Hell on earth. Hillary Clinton victory. Q. Q claims to be working closely with President Donald Trump, but rather than confirm the relationship directly, it is done in subtle ways indirectly. One of the ways is the hand gestures used by President Trump. Here's one example. So that's called the reciprocal tax or mirror tax. And we're going to be doing a lot of that. It's, uh, we've really, the first year, we've really set the stage. After seeing this, uh, an Anon responded on the board, Q hand gesture, what? <laughs> at his rallies and at speeches, uh, President Trump often does what we call an air cue, which is kind of a, just another hint that he is aware of the Q operation. Most of Q's posts shed light on hidden corruption by public officials. The post below asked questions about the pallets of cash that were reportedly flown to Iran as part of the Iran nuclear deal. And again, this is just part of a post. How were the pallets of cash divided? How many planes were used to transport? Who operated the planes? What shadow agency directed operations? Why wasn't the money simply wire transferred? U.S. has authorization to open bank-to-bank -bank transfers. How do you prevent financial transfer logs? How were the cash withdrawals in the EU categorized and labeled? Where did the cash originate from? What time of day did the withdrawals occur? Who provided security? Why wasn't Congress notified? 
Why was the U.S. government kept in the dark? Were U.S. laws broken? Did all planes land in the same location, airport? Why did one particular plane land outside of Iran? Why was a helicopter involved? Who did the money go to? How do you audit a foreign aid big block transfer? Did Rouhani keep unknown comms as insurance? All right, I'm not going to read the rest of this post, but I think you get the idea. So on January 19th, 2018, Q posted the following message, which contained abbreviations for the names of 13 people. And Q suggested that they use private email addresses while working in a government capacity. Hussein, cabinet and staff, who used private email addresses? What was the purpose? So LL, Loretta Lynch, HRC, Hillary Clinton, JC, James Comey, another JC, James Clapper, CS, Chuck Schumer, AM, former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, we don't say his name, was Senator John McCain. RR, Rod Rosenstein, SR, Susan Rice, uh, JB, James Baker, he was the FBI Chief Counsel, HA, Huma Abedin, VJ, Valerie Jarrett, number 13. Did Hussein use a private email address at what? Now, when the DOJ Inspector General's report on FISA abuse was released, a footnote revealed that 13 people in government used private email addresses to communicate with Hillary Clinton. FBI analysts and prosecutor, too, told us that former President Barack Obama was one of the 13 individuals with whom Clinton had direct contact using her ClintonEmail.com account. Once again, how did Q know that 13 people, including Barack Obama, were using private email addresses while doing government work? Q has posted a lot of messages that show apparently coincidental relationships. The meaning of those coincidences, if there is one, is left to each person to decide. Some people believe they're nothing more than coincidences. Others think they show planning and coordination. On April 13th, 2018, on the eve of the U.S. airstrike uh, on Syria, Q posted the message below. Trust POTUS, Sparrow Red, missiles only, intel good, Q. When I was interpreting this post, I took it to mean that they were probably going to launch a military operation. They would not be using bombs, but only missiles. Sparrow is a kind of missile, and they had good intel upon which they were basing their decision. A few hours later, Q posted a second message. Night 4, increase in chatter, auth, B19-2, Sparrow Red, prevent at all costs, good, Castle Online, Q. Castle is a reference to the White House. So I looked at this and I thought, auth, B19-2, that's an interesting stringer. Two days later, on April 15th, 2018, the Department of Defense Twitter account confirmed that two B-1 bombers fired 19 JASM-ER missiles in the airstrike on Syria. So here's the tweet. Uh, the 28th Bomber Wing, uh, B-1B Lancer, takes off on a strike mission April 13 in support of the multinational response to Syria's recent use of chemical weapons. Two B-1Bs employed 19 JASM-ER, uh, the first combat employment of the weapon. And there was a video here of an airplane taking off. Now. Q's post from the 13th contained that stringer that had one letter and three numbers, B192. The stringer included B1, which was the type of aircraft used, uh, 19, which was the number of missiles fired, 
and two, which was the number of aircraft used in the mission. Once again, was that a coincidence? Maybe it was. Some of Q's messages contain posts of a watch. Let's look at one example. On December 2nd, 2019, Q posted a picture of a watch showing the time of 1.29. At the time of this post, we did not know what this meant. One week later, on December 9th, 2019, the Department of Justice Inspector General's FISA report was released at exactly 1.29 Eastern. A link to the report was posted on the DOJ's Twitter account at 1.29, which happened to be the time that was on Q's watch a week earlier. Here is the tweet from the DOJ on their Twitter account. Timestamp is 1.29 Eastern on December 9th. The Department of Justice published a statement by then Attorney General William Barr about the IG report on their Twitter account, and that was posted at exactly 1.29 on December 9th. U.S. Attorney John Durham also issued a statement about the FISA report. It was posted on the Connecticut U.S. Attorney's Twitter account at exactly 1.29 on December 9th. On December 15th, Q asked if Anans had figured out the significance of the watch post on December 2nd, showing the time of 1.29. What do you think the odds are that Q would post a watch showing the time of 1.29 and exactly a week later to the minute the DOJ would release a major report, the Attorney General and the U.S. Attorney responsible for conducting the criminal investigation would post responses to the report all at the exact same time. Although most of Q's messages illustrate the realities of corruption, there is also a promise that corrupt people are presently being removed from power and their corrupt systems are being destroyed. This is a post from Q on November 5th, 2017 the day after the arrest in Saudi Arabia. What happened in Saudi Arabia will happen here in the US, also in Asia and the EU. Keep digging, keep organizing the info into graphics, critical. God bless Hillary in Saudi Arabia, Snow White, Godfather 3, Q. Here's another post from Q. We're going to show you a new world. Those who are blind will soon see the light. A beautiful, brave new world lies ahead. We take this journey together one step at a time. Where we go one, we go all Q. Although Q has always posted on either 4chan, 8chan, or 8kun, recently an account using the at Q handle began posting on the social media platform True Social. This account regularly interacts with people close to the president, and they posted a meme of the Chernobyl reactor a few days before it fell into the hands of the Russian army. I'm not able to say with certainty if this is the same Q. But I'm following their posts and I'm reporting on them. At some point, it'll become obvious whether that account is legitimate or a fraud. This was their first post. It's a meme of Chernobyl, the reactor, and the Olympics. And Devin Nunes, the CEO of True Social, responded asking, who is Q? I've produced more than 250 videos describing Q's posts. My videos can be viewed on my website, pragmatic.com forward slash Q dash videos. I have also written uh, two books that explain Q's posts. Book one is called Come Before the Storm. The second book is called Great Awakening. These books are not available on Amazon. They've been blacklisted. They are available through Barnes and Noble's website. If you go on barnesandnoble.com 
and you search for uh, my name, Dave Hayes, and either Great Awakening or Come Before the Storm, you should be able to order the books that way. They're also available through my website, prayingmedic.com forward slash Q dash chronicles. If you go there, you can order either the ebook or the paperback right from my website. This concludes my Q for Beginners broadcast. I hope you found this information helpful. I will catch you on the next broadcast.